I want to throw a couple of names out there, and I want you to think of, just think of these people, and what, you know, what, what, what comes to your mind? Some people may not know Joseph Smith. Anyone know Joseph Smith? All right. We know Buddha, right? Buddha. Not golden Buddha, but Buddha. Muhammad. We know about Muhammad, right? What are, what are all these people? Do you know? Who are they? They are leaders of religion, right? Different religions, right? What do they all have in common? They're dead, right? They are dead. They're dead, right? So if I follow, if I become a Muslim, I worship who? Muhammad. A dead person, right? If I follow Buddha, who am I following? A statue, a dead person, right? Joseph Smith was, I'm trying to remember, he was, I think he was Mormon. A micro Mormon, right? I always get Jehovah Witness and Mormon mixed up, but he was the Mormon leader. And he, he was another one who was dead. Now, when we hear the word Jesus Christ, what comes to our mind? Huh? He's alive, right? So we just came and we still celebrate, and you know, we talk about the word Easter, right? You know, Easter can become many things for us, right? We like Easter eggs, you know, we like candy growing up, you know, we like these Easter egg hunts and all that stuff, and you know, we could go on and on, right? But let me ask this question. Is Easter only about one day? Is the resurrection just about one day? Or is Jesus still alive? He's still alive, right? Now, why is the resurrection so important to us? What, why, is it, why is it important? Why do we celebrate the resurrection? Why is the resurrection important to anything of our Christian faith? Why is it important? If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, he was not God. Anyone else? Just think about this for a second, right? I would think the majority of you in this room would call yourself a Christian, right? Why is the resurrection important to your faith? Why is it no different than a Muhammad or Buddha? Any feedback? Why is the resurrection so important? It reassures us. Reassures us, okay. Reassures us of what? The Bible's true. Okay, all right. I'm not saying these, these, aren't, these are good answers. That Jesus is alive. Okay, but why is that important? Why is it important to know that Jesus is still alive? Right. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, what we are doing right now is worthless. It means nothing. We're wasting time right now. It'd be, it, we're just singing songs, we'd be wasting time. If you notice, all the songs dealt with what? The resurrection. Jesus is alive. But the problem I think sometimes we do in the Christian church and the Christian denomination is, yes, it's important to celebrate Easter. And you know what happens a lot of times in churches is that we put all our emphasis on Easter Sunday. But the reality is that Jesus is alive all the time. 
He's alive every single day. And not just on Sunday, Monday to Saturday. He's alive all the time. And the Bible is very clear to us that if we, if Jesus was not alive, just like Faith said, what we are doing is just worthless. It's a lie. The whole, everything about the Bible would be a lie. So if you have your Bible, you can turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And verse 12, it starts and says this. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? Verse 13. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. Now, what is the first verse talking about? The first verse talking about us as Christians. That it's going to come a day when we will rise. Reality is that's only for us as Christians. If you don't know Christ, your Savior, you ain't going to rise. All right? You're just dead. All right? You don't have no hope. But it's very clear for three. But if there's no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. So here it is, that if Christ wasn't raised, what are we believing in? What hope do we have? We have no hope. First who calls us Christians, all we do is wasting time on this earth, coming to church, listening to the Bible, if the resurrection never happened. You see, we could go through the Bible, and we could believe all the stories of Moses, we could believe all the stories of David, we could believe all those stories, and they're great. But the resurrection never happened, the whole Bible is just nothing. Verse 13, but if there's no, and verse 14, sorry, and if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. Let me ask a question, how many of you ever believed a lie? We've all believed a lie at one point, right? How many of y'all believed in Santa Claus? At one point. Some of y'all may still believe in Santa Claus, right? But really, how many of y'all believe in Santa Claus, right? Majority of you did, right? How many of y'all believe in Easter Bunny? All right, let's go on, right? At some point, you believed in some person or thing that, you know what? Reality is, if you found, when you found out the truth, what happened to you? When you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real for, for you, Deja, because you said you believed in Santa Claus. Huh? It's still real, eh? Okay. Anyone want to share? If, if you, when you first found out that Santa Claus was not real, what did you think? Huh? You felt what? Where your gifts come from, right? Okay. Life is a lie, right? Because let's be honest, right? Sometimes what do we do? We put so much emphasis into creating a lie that when the truth comes out, it hurts a kid, right? It hurts someone because here it is, you've been telling me a lie all these years. It's the same thing for us as we think of the resurrection. For us who call ourselves Christians, if we are in this room and the resurrection never happened, we are living a lie. Our lives are worthless. We are living in vain. We have no hope. Our preaching is in vain. What's the point of coming to church and listening to God's word? What's the point of reading God's word? It means nothing if the resurrection never happened. Like I said, this is everything to us. Without this, our faith is dead. Nothing. We have nothing. Verse 15. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we have testified about God that he raised Christ, whom we did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. Again, here it is, that promise that right now, if we in his room say that we believe in Christ, 
We've been preaching the resurrection. We've been proclaiming the resurrection. But if it did not happen, it's in vain. We have no hope. We have no hope in this world if the resurrection never happened. We, it was no different. Jesus would be no different than Muhammad. He'd be no different than Buddha. He'd be no different than Joseph Smith because it would be no different than all the religion because guess what? He would be a dead king. But we know that he's not dead. He's alive. And because of that, we have a hope. Because of that, this is what separates us. And let me tell you something. If you don't believe anything else that I ever tell you or you listen to nothing else I ever tell you, remember this. This is the most important thing of your faith. That you worship a risen king. That Christ died. He was in a tomb for three days, but he rose. To prove that he really was dead. To prove that he was crucified. Remember Jesus? Remember the torture he went through for us? Remember the beatings, the, everything that he went through? Spit on, mocked. For you, for me. If you notice, if you know anything about the crucifixion, it took people longer to die. But Jesus was dead, remember? You read it? You read it? That when they came to check on Jesus, after other people were still alive, after the beating he took and everything else, the mocking, what they used to do was they would make sure that someone is dead. And to make it even, you know, you're already hanging from a cross. But to make it worse, if you're taking long to die, they bring something and hit your legs to break your bones. So you're already hanging. But we want to make sure that you, you die quicker, let me break your bones. But when they came to Jesus, he was already dead. He was dead. Does that mean that Jesus was soft? Why Jesus? Why it took? Why Jesus died so much quicker? No, it was to fulfill prophecy. The Bible says that not one of his bones would be broken, but he would be pierced, and that's how they knew he was dead to make sure that it was not. Uh, uh, we think he's sleeping. They pierced him, and they saw the blood in the water to show that someone is dead. So he was dead, but now he's alive. Verse 16, for if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. Again, we're making this point very clear that if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. How many of you have ever been to a funeral of someone who's a Christian, who's been saved? What is the, what is the one hope they always tell you? But you hear it over and over in a Christian. Huh? They're in a better place, Right? But what do they say? Absent from the body, present with the Lord. Now, if we had that, not that hope or that assurance, what, what would we be living for? Let me ask a question. How many of you ever worked on something really hard only to realize that, you know, it meant nothing anymore? Anyone, anyone ever worked on something in school, a project or something, and you put your whole heart into that project and that work, and then the teacher says, oh, it's not for a grade. Y'all ever been on that road? How does that make you feel? That makes you feel mad. That makes you upset, right? Because you're like, really? 
See, when I was in school, we had a teacher named Mr. Jones, right? He was our math teacher. And I can be honest with you, Mr. Jones was very clear at the beginning of the year. Mr. Jones would tell you three homeworks are for a grade. You have these tests. So basically, we knew he would tell us before, this homework is for a grade. Okay, I'm going to do that homework. But the homework would aim for a grade, I ain't going to do that homework. But he would tell you that. But he, and he would say, look, it's up to you whether or not you want to do the homework. It don't need to help you. It ain't to hurt you. It's just like us right now, as a Christian. Here it is. We're fighting this fight. We're going through. We're taking blows. We're doing all these things. But the resurrection never happened. We're just working for nothing. Verse 17. And if Christ had not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sin. Listen, we are still be in our sin right now if we didn't have the, if Christ wasn't raised. The blood on the cross, yes, it paid the price for our sin, but it would mean nothing if He did not raise from the dead. Nothing, because you know what? Because of His resurrection, He defeated death. He had the power to conquer sin. He had the power to conquer death for you and for me. It's reality. It's the cross. It's the resurrection. It's the hope that we have. Verse 18. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. So that whole thing is that they're in a better place would mean nothing. We've been telling lies all our lives. Here is our loved one, a sick person has been they're dead now, and they just live in they just in the tomb, they just in the um, coffin. No hope. But as we know that for us who know Christ and those people who have died who knew Christ, that one day we will see them again because of the resurrection. In the last verse, verse 19. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we have of all people most to be pitied. So I challenge you tonight, as this verse says, we have hope because of the resurrection. But the reality is that if the resurrection never happened, we are living a life of pity. Pity. I want to ask you. What hope does the resurrection give us? When you came to know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, why did you come to know Him as your personal Savior? Because you realized what He did for you. You realized that He died for you, but He didn't stay dead. He's alive. We worship a risen king. And I can tell you right now, in this life, and it's only going to get worse, but for me, if I didn't have a hope in Jesus Christ, I would be lost. I would be, I would, I wouldn't know what to do with life. Because for me, sometimes I, I, I want to, I look at life and think, why? And it gets hard. Being a Christian, is it easy? No. Even as a Christian, it's hard. 
Sometimes it's harder. But we have a hope. And our hope is in a risen king. I can go to God. I can talk to him. I can't go to Buddha. I can't go to Joseph Smith. I can't go to Muhammad. I can't go to these people. They're dead. They're dead. But I have a Savior who is alive. A Savior that can have hope. A Savior that is still saving me. Because of what, because of my life, he wants me to become more like him. So I challenge you tonight. If you know him as your Savior, recognize the hope that you have. But recognize also that this is, the, this is what you hold on to. This is the essential of your faith right here. But recognize this if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. You don't have a hope. And you know what? Some people say, well, boy, you all just, just believe in a lie. Well, it'd be better to believe in the resurrection. And I know it's real than to not believe in it. Because the reality is that we have a hope. We have something that we're looking forward to. And I would challenge you tonight. If you don't know the Lord, your personal Savior, that you would come and know him as your Lord, personal Savior. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for how much you love us. That you would send your Son to die for us. And Father, we pray that you continue to be on in all that we do. And we just thank you and just pray in Jesus' name. Amen.